Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We have a whole squad that can really hoop and get the job done. We got our way to win. It's simple for us. The first team ever in the 74-year history of the NBA to come back from being down 3-1 twice in the same playoffs. Nuggets down one. Into Murray. Here we go. Ten seconds. Murray to Jokic. Jokic. What up, what up, what up? We're back. What's up, guys? It's Jenna Garcia here with the Chicken Nuggets podcast on your Denver Stiffs network. We're back. It's been a minute. You know, the podcast is one of the things that gets pushed back on the priority list, unfortunately, and that needs to change, and it's going to change hopefully here soon. Um, but yeah, I work a lot, doing a lot of different things to make the world go round, but tonight, Nikola Jokic made the Nuggets world go round. What a game we had to podcast after tonight's game. Woo, I'm excited. It was a um, very emotional game. Like just exciting. Lots of lots of emotions in the arena tonight. Um Sierra was there. She's fabulous. I said hi to her. She's adorable. I'm in love with her. Like she's amazing. She's the best part about Russ, like by far and a foot taller. By the way, yeah, they're adorable. They're super, super cute. And Denver loves them, so you guys are never getting them back. Like, whatever other franchise did not think about this, like, these people are perfect for Denver. Perfect for Denver. Like, fans went crazy tonight more for these two people than for any other part of this game. And there were amazing things to be going crazy for in this game like there were just a lot of there were a lot of emotions there were a lot of things accomplished tonight this game was a pretty a pretty cool game to go to I was very bummed that I missed the Minnesota game um last weekend I definitely wanted to make up for it wanted to go to a good game wasn't sure about tonight I didn't know if they would actually clinch just because Memphis is so good without John Morant, I kind of thought they still had a shot, and they did still have a shot, but the Nuggets pull it out, but I wanted to tell you guys about um, the sponsor for today's pod. It is Better Off, a betting app that you can download to your phone. 
it's a place that you can keep track of the bets that you place and you can also get your win loss percentages you get some data about like what types of bets that you are hitting on more than others um, and some analysis I guess if you're really trying to like bet and be smart about it like I'm not the type of person somebody to actually not somebody DMAC if you're a Denver Nuggets fan or a Denver sports fan everybody knows DMAC from the radio DMAC was giving me a hard time because I take sports too seriously or take like yeah sports baseball too seriously especially this baseball team that we have in town whose name shall not be named because I've broken up with them and I think I need to get a new team I'm definitely going to be a Toronto fan. Like, I love the Blue Jays already, the colors. But anyways, um, DMAC was talking about how I take sports too seriously. And one thing I do take seriously about sports is my bets. Like, I'm not just going to, like, throw money out there. Like, every once in a while, it's fine to, like, have fun and take a risky bet, like, in the moment. Just trust your gut and you're at a game live, whatever. Or even watching it, you know? You're just feeling a fight and like, yeah, take it live. But like I would, I do feel better about my bets when I actually plan them out, check my stats and lock it in on the Better Off app. The Better Off app keeps track of my bets. It helps me see what, you know, what bets I'm actually hitting and what bets I'm not having much success with. And while it can be humbling at times, it's definitely good to information to know and it just makes you a smarter better and that's what I love about that app not only that but like you can also shop lines on the app it really makes a difference it honestly does make a difference to get plus odds so if you can find a book that has plus odds or has the line a little bit lower um, to better your your odds then it's important to do that when you're betting regularly and on the Better Off app, you can do that every single day for all kinds of lines. Uh, it's a really easy app to use, and you can compare with friends and follow other expert bettors to get picks every day. If you bet on sports regularly, I cannot talk more highly about this app and how much it has helped me organize my betting life. If you bet on sports regularly, you probably use more than one sports book, like I do, to shop the best lines, like I said. And it's really easy to lose track of where your bets are going and how much money is in each account. So this is a great way to keep track of all of that and keep track of your win-loss percentage, like I said. And just like compete with yourself, right? To continue to make smarter bets every single time you're betting. That's what I try to do. So when you guys see my picks out there on social media, at Vita Viva Diva, pretty much anywhere, TikTok, Instagram, uh, Twitter. When you see my pics out there, like, please don't just take that as, like, me being, like, a flamboyant fan or just being whatever, like, exaggerating, I guess. I definitely put time and thought into those pics. I have a little system that I like um, that's had some success. And, yeah, I definitely think through my picks and I also have money on them so it's not just like something I put out there to risk other people's money you know um so and I don't ever charge for my picks like I always put them out there for whoever but definitely follow um follow better off 
the Better Off account. I put a ton of different content out there on that one. And then, of course, Props.com and Bet Props, I think it is, on Instagram and TikTok is where we put out one prop every single day from props.com. So those have been really on point, honestly. Like, I think my record is like 11 and 6 now, but I just, I'm on a three game, three day losing streak, to be honest. And I'll always try to be honest with you guys. Like, I mean, I'm not going to get every bet right. If you like to bet, it's definitely fun to check it out on any of those apps, like I said, at Vida Viva Diva, at Better Off, at Bet Props. This game tonight was just, we got to get into it. It was an amazing game. Um, the first half, I guess I would say, and the first quarter really was the only time that I felt like Memphis was really battling for this game, maybe a little bit in the fourth quarter, they definitely outscored the Nuggets in that quarter. And that was the only quarter they did that all game. But the very start of the first it looked like the Nuggets were going to have a battle tonight, like they always seem to have. Um, but then Jokic ends up getting hit in the head pretty quickly, like very very, very beginning of this game. And Jaron Jackson Jr. is coming down, elbow straight to his temple, like to the side of his head, and he just starts gushing blood. Like, it, we all thought it was going to be way worse based on the amount of blood that we were seeing, at least at, at a distance in the arena and on the, the big screen, which happens to be one of the biggest screens. I think last I heard, biggest screen in in the NBA. So in any sort of arena like that. So it's, it was a lot of, it seemed like a lot of blood. Um, it seemed like they were able to kind of patch it up. I don't know if they ended up doing any stitches or anything like that. He didn't really speak to that much because there were so many other things that we talked about post game that literally it was the last question we even got into coach and it was an afterthought at that point. Oh yeah, coach. Like, did you think that was going to change the trajectory of this game? Because Nikola Jokic goes out with a head injury and the Nuggets lose this game. Like Aaron Gordon was good in the first half for sure. He had a really great first half. And I swear to God, I, I wanted to ask Aaron, like, dead ass, be honest, bro. You saw Sierra and you were like, let's go. Because he made like his next five baskets straight. Like... I swear to you, he he drained like two threes like he's been draining them all year. And I, I don't know if y'all been paying attention to his three-point percentage lately, but it's been rough. Like his line tonight was one and a half and he, the over cashed and it was at, the over was at plus 145. Like nobody expected him to hit that over. And Sierra walks in the building and the man is like, buckets. I'm a bucket. Yeah, he played great in the first half. Second half, eh. He had like, I'm pretty sure he had 20 in the first half or like 18. And I don't have all my box scores out right now. I just have the final box in front of me. But he ended the game with 22. Like most of those points came in the first half. Um... And I know for a fact only two came in the fourth quarter. Like, that is one thing that 
I think is fair to criticize Aaron about is like he really only has been able to show up for one half of a game and you're never really sure what you're going to get if it's the first half or the second half. Will Barton's been doing the same thing and I think it's just the ma- a matter of fatigue more than anything. Like when they are healthy and rested they sh- can show up a full game but that hasn't been the case lately and you know I thought Aaron looked like he was running a little bit sore or tight at some points in the game tonight and I think you see guys like be stagnant and kind of hover out at the three-point line and that's where some mistakes get made in games when they're tired you know um I hope and I think a lot of other people in media room today sounded like they also think or would guess that the Nuggets rest those guys in the game against the Lakers. Rest Aaron Gordon, rest Nikola Jokic um, because they've clinched position. The only worry, I guess, that uh, was voiced as we were just discussing, like that possibility would be uh, just depending on if that would if there's any chance that they would drop to seven um, because I think they would rather stay in six seed. Um, and I don't know if that is a possibility or not. And I, I didn't look into the Timberwolf scores before hopping on this pod, but um, yeah, I'm pretty sure the Timberwolves won tonight. So... Yeah, I don't know where that leaves everything um, as far as whether they could potentially sit those guys. And while, like, that was everyone's hope, like, I feel like I want to be realistic about it. And nothing about Michael Malone has ever been, like, any, none of his behavior up until this point gives me reason to believe these guys are sitting in that Lakers game. And I don't know. It'll, it'll be interesting, you know, like I could see it going a couple of ways. Like what if LeBron plays and tries to go for the scoring title? That would be less fun as a Nuggets fan, but at least something kind of to watch and worth paying attention to in the game. Um, or whether they play their, their starters or not, the Nuggets, or LeBron doesn't play at all. And it's an it's a G League game, so it's tough to tell, tough to tell. But I have really enjoyed the end of this season. I think like of the regular season in particular. I think it's been very intriguing and like because every single night games out outcomes of games matter. It's been worth watching every night and watching even teams that I wouldn't particularly always watch or always turn on the TV for like I might do something else I've been trying to make sure I can watch parts of those games so yeah I definitely think that the play-in tournament has been fun and somebody tonight said oh the best part of the play-in tournament is how much the players hate the play-in tournament because we all everybody else loves it like it creates so many just fun potential outcomes and I do think matchup matters tonight in the NBA we saw the Toronto take on the Sixers who would face each other in the first round Sixers being the higher seed in that 4-5 
and Toronto won. So, like, of course Philly's got to be worried, right? They've got to be nervous. They don't want to drop game one in the first round. Like, I mean, yeah, it wouldn't matter if they came back and still swept games like two through five, but it would still, I don't know, be a bad look, I guess. And I doubt that they could sweep, I don't know, after that. If Toronto's winning game one, that makes me think Toronto's probably winning at least another game in there. So, anyways, um, like I was saying, this was a great game. Will Barton had a bad first half and a better second half. Aaron Gordon flip-flopped that and had a great first half and an okay second half. Um, there There was some bad defense out there. Tonight, there was some worries in the first quarter, I think, more than anything. And then the Nuggets kind of locked it in after the Jokic injury. Jokic ended up playing with the bench, and that that kind of worked really well for the team. Um, I really like Jokic and Bones on the floor together. Bones threw Jokic a pass tonight that caught Jokic by surprise. You know how hard that is? That was awesome. That was awesome to watch. So yeah, so this whole game, like, first of all, starts off and it ends up being a lot of emotions, like I said at the beginning of the pod, like, because Russ walks in the building. Russ was supposed to take the first shot of the game. Turns out, uh, according to sources, my sources, um, Russ showed up late and missed the first shot of the game. Shows up right after the first shot. I don't know. Um, if that's, I only have one source saying that, but, um, nobody else in the room who could have refuted it did or like denied it. Nobody denied it. So, um, makes me think that that's true because they would probably know too, but sources say that he showed up late. So that's why he missed the first shot of the game. And like, they had some lady who literally nobody knew. Nobody, like, all of us were so confused, like, why she was shooting the first shot. So they had her do it, and then they ended up signing some footballs, and he threw the footballs out instead, which was fine. Everyone was excited about. He threw one to my, the section just to the left of where my media seat is, and gotta be honest, a spiral was not tight. I don't know, man. Like, Jokic for QB1, um, seems, I, I have more confidence and yeah, about that. But he did look great. Sierra looked greater. She, I mean, she just looked amazing. She, she's like a hundred times prettier than you think she is on camera or like whatever you've seen of her on social media, right? Like in pictures and video. She's so, so, so pretty. Um, so then (laughs) the night got more exciting, I guess. And then just after they arrive, like game starts and Jokic gets injured. And that also kind of threw some emotions in into the air at least about the urgency and the like worry that Jokic might not be able to play we got to see Jokic headband though that was fun 
um, he hated it. He was like, literally, I looked so, so bad. After the game, he said, like, I can't allow you guys to see me like that again. And I was like, don't worry about it. We took pictures. <laughs> it's fine. We have so many photos. They're circulating around the internet. And he was like, exactly. I don't want you guys to see me like that. <laughs> so he will not be wearing the headband again, but great game from him. Holy crap. Holy crap, you guys. Nikola Jokic goes for 16 rebounds, 6 assists, 5 steals, which after the game we told Bones Highland about the 5 steals and he was literally like, he had, no, he did not. Yoke? And we're like, yeah, Yoke had 5 steals. He was like, oh my god, this dude. 5 steals is a lot of steals, you gotta be honest. That's a lot. Um... Only three turnovers, 35 points, and a plus 37 plus minus. That's his, the second time, that's his career high plus minus, and that's the second time he's reached it. The first time was in 2018 when he, uh, there was a blowout game against the Hawks, um, and he also was a plus 37, so... It's not the first time he's done it, but he was doing other things for the first time. Um, he ends up going into the fourth quarter. The Nuggets are up like 29 points, you guys. There's no reason for Nicola to be out there other than this to get this like done, to achieve this milestone. And I think they probably want it, that, that kind of makes me, that kind of has me wondering if that makes sense, that they wanted to get it done tonight so that they could rest Nicola for that Lakers game. But, um, yeah, they put him in the fourth quarter. He's getting doubled like crazy. And... So he's just passing out. He's not taking shots because he's getting doubled. So he ends up playing more of the fourth than you think and he's going to play. And then finally, he's just like, never mind, I need to take over this game because I'm tired and I want to get out of the game. And he like scores the next six straight or something for the Nuggets. Like, beast mode. And then he's like, finally, Malone calls a timeout or stops the clock or something and he subs out it was just it was it was a great game to watch he played phenomenal I saw with my own two eyes Sierra cheer on Jokic after he did a spin move into the paint with a finishing sky hook and she cheered she like like got excited about it for Jokic so I'm pretty sure they're gonna be best friends I also kind of think like Sierra and um Russ should totally adopt Bones and basically make him like their like nephew or something you know like or godchild or something I don't know what they could how they could do this but I know they were loving Bones' energy tonight. Like, you could really tell. And, and I mean, Bones is a fun kid. And he probably could 
could use a mentor like Russ, who does such a good job, right, with his image and his his platform. But anyways, they were there. It was awesome. There was even a play where Bones, like, dishes it to Nicola for the assist and then high fives the whole front row, including Russ and Sierra, and make sure to say welcome to Denver. (laughs) Bones is like the cherry on top of this team. Like, there's all this hard work and stuff, and on the cherry on top is you get to watch Bones Highland, like, just drain threes and then talk shit to the Memphis bench (laughs) and high five Russ, and he's just, like, hyped. Like, he... He said he, post-game, he was talking about how he just goes with the flow of the game, you know? And he's just a kid. He said, he said, those were his own words. I'm just a kid. And I go with the flow. And he's so much fun to watch. So, cherry on top. Nicola, 2K, 1K, and half K. 500 assists. 1,000 rebounds. And 2,000 points in a single season. Just phenomenal on a game where he gets his also the second time he ever reaches a plus career high plus 37 box minus. It's just, it was a great game to watch. If you didn't get to watch it, watch the highlights. I highly recommend the highlights. Um, and just like remember how much and appreciate every single game you get to watch of Nikola Jokic because this is abnormal stuff. Like, first NBA player ever. We were going through Hall of Famers post-game. What about this guy in this year? What about Westbrook in his MVP year? What about... And nobody, guys. There's, like, either... It was one guy who came close, and I don't even remember who it was, but I'll get back to you. But there was only one guy who had one season that kind of came close. So. You really got to wonder if Nicola gets the second vote here. Second MVP. Does it make a good case for him to be a Hall of Famer? Or does it solidify it? Like, I think he has a good case right now. But does it solidify him as a Hall of Famer? I say yeah. You can't really, like, 16 other people have gotten back-to-back MVPs, like, or less. Like, that's an elite group of basketball players he'd be in, right? I don't know. You guys let me know. Follow me at Vita Viva Diva everywhere, and let's talk sports. Let me know what you think. Does that solidify Nicola's goatness i guess in the hall of fame and definitely download better off use code jenna you can uh, download and we'll connect us on the app thanks for listening to the chicken nuggets podcast on the denver stiffs network tune in next time bye
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.